What's going on, everybody? It's the Fulcrum Report. Fulcrum Report 36 on the comic experience. What's going on? Wait, I, I, I think it's a, it's a message. I can, I can understand it. It, it says, Alan. What's going on, everybody? Before we get started, if you guys wouldn't mind, please drop in a like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. The comic experience is amazing. We come out with dubs um, every other week, I guess. Um, we have the Fulcrum Report podcast, which is our pop culture podcast that we do every week. And uh, if you wouldn't mind hitting the bell notification so you know when our videos pop up into your uh, notification tray. Um, and yeah, comment below. Let's let's get going. We're going to talk some DC today. Uh, Shazam just came out. Uh, we got the really uh, interesting Joker trailer we're going to talk about. And then also like the current state of the DC universe. We don't know what the hell's going on because it, uh, it appears that all the Suicide Act uh, Squad actors are returning. So it's not so much a reboot, but possibly like a light. I don't know. Who knows? We're going to talk about it. And then also I'm going to real quick mention the uh, Star Wars Phantom Menace fan event that's coming up. The 20th anniversary fan event at Old World Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, it, Harrison did the uh, artwork for it. It was amazing. Um, it's going to be fun in games. We're going to do like a fun improv fulcrum type deal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give out some prizes, costume contest. Um, also, I'm going to show a couple of voice dubs there uh, correlating with the uh, Phantom Menace. So we're going to get a Qui-Gon voice dub uh, and the Darth Maul voice dub live. So that'll be super rad. And then uh, <clears throat> maybe I could even get the fulcrum boys to give everybody a shout out one day. And, uh, we're, and we're going to watch Phantom Menace together. It's going to be awesome, and I can't wait. So, um, like I said, everybody, May 17th, it's going to be a free event. There's just food and drinks. Um, and I think we're even going to get collect uh toy shop there. And there's going to be collectibles and stuff like that. So check it check it out. Uh, we're going to have a link in the description if I have that up by then. But where, what do I say next? Uh <laughs> Um, I am your host, Sebastian. You can follow me on the Instagram and the Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Um, the lovely voice over there was uh, Gilbert the Gilbs Gilb. What's going on, Gilbert? I watch from the shadows. I am <laughs> the Gilbs. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm glad to be back. I really liked that intro dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I figured I, Harrison always sets the bar with doing weird ones. I, needed, I figured I needed to do something. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Gilbert, for showing back up. It's always Absolutely, awesome having man. you. Always cool, fun. Cool, cool. We're going to shoot it over to the UK, the other side of the world. I don't know if it's 100% the other side of the world. Just kind of adjacent to us, but <laughs> <laughs> it's an orange. Uh, it's so unnecessarily difficult. No, I know. On, pur- <laughs> on purpose, of course. Uh, we have our lovely Machinima Man Marshall. What's going on, Machinima Man? Hello, it is I. I have returned for episode 36, and I have a confession today that might upset the nerd community. Oh. Um, I, I was roped into seeing Pet Cemetery instead of Shazam this weekend. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, I hope that was I'm worth sorry. it. I'm sorry. I wasn't. want you out of this Discord it, it, right now. It, it so wasn't. <laughs> after, after, you, after you very clearly stated last week that you weren't going to see horror movies anymore. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm so easily persuaded. I need to work on that. In in, in Marshall's defense, Pet Cemetery, the old Pet Cemetery, is a classic. Like no, that, no, if you're gonna go see a horror movie, go but, see that. But you're you have a seat on the you know you're a board member on the Fulcrum Report, sir. So. 
And, and more than that, he didn't go I see know. the old one. If it was the old one, I would forgive it. But yeah, <laughs> that's like seeing the new, the new It. I'm like, who cares? That's also been put on the list, so I'll probably have to endure that one sometime soon as well. We're going to shoot it over to our other buddy in the, uh, in the HK UK. Uh, we have... <laughs> Harrison's in Hong Kong. <laughs> we have crazy uncle harrison welcome back crazy uncle harrison sometimes dead is better <laughs> <laughs> well put <laughs> if you all had to know i died last last week and this is the dead me and i should have stayed dead <laughs> yeah funnily yeah, enough be- sebastian has not been changed very much by being touched by the wendigo <laughs> Just slightly different. I, I buried him in the pet cemetery and he came back. But he's not the same. <laughs> I feel so... Stop alienating me. I can't make any references. I haven't seen the movie. But, uh... So, if you guys wouldn't mind checking out our Patreon, um, we got some real cool stuff going on. Uh, Gilbert, you want to let them know what, what they can expect with Patreon? Absolutely. Uh, the three main uh, tiers are Fulcrum Follower, Fulcrum Fan, and then Fulcrum Faithful. And in, in order, that gets you, it'll get you a thank you at the end of our videos. Uh, it'll get you access to our Discord channel. So if you ever want to see the weird stuff that we talk about in here or all the gifts that we share, then by all means, you know, uh, you're welcome to come in. And then the last thing is uh, for the Fulcrum Faithful, we get, or you get a uncensored audio exclusively on patreon so and we already have a bunch of stuff on there like if you want to hear some of the just the worst stuff that can't make it on the on the show on youtube <laughs> then come on come on over and you know subscribe to our patreon and, and, and check dark. it out <laughs> yeah and and then yeah the last one would be our sponsorship channel or our sponsorship tier and if you you know if you have a service a channel a website whatever you know then go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on that one and we will do an ad read every single video for you and and in in any impression you want (laughs) and yeah and that's and that's gonna be it for me cool thank you sir we're gonna do we're gonna go over to our quiz question this week how about that joker trailer yo (laughs) Mm -hmm. this is our second well well who knows you know we could see batman show up or some i heard some people saying that uh bruce wayne we got to see little lil bruce wayne lil wayne in the trailer. Please. Please. <laughs> Doesn't even have to but be a Batman, just a Bruce Wayne. Right. But just for the sake of uh, upsetting Gilbert, <laughs> the Fulcrum Quiz question this week, I want you guys to come up with a villain origin movie <laughs> that would normally be uh, crucial to, to showcase the superhero, but we're just going to exclude him this time. And and Joker and and Venom, you know, the, we're gonna leave the Batman universe and the Spider-Man universe off the table. Those ones aren't. All right. But anything else, you guys okay. can. Hmm. Yeah. So give me a villain movie without the superhero. You're gonna pitch All right, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, see what happens. That is a good one. Yeah. I'm curious to see what we get. But uh, we're gonna shoot it off to our first topic. Uh, Gilbert, you didn't get a chance to check out Shazam, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. I, I okay. missed my opportunity yesterday. Oh, I spent my money. It's totally cool. I spent my money on all the wrong things this this week. So <laughs> I definitely got what I deserved at the end of this week. I'm like raiding my cabinets for ramen. 
The student diet. Yep. <laughs> so I could read my comic books and watch my movies. But anyways, I, I went and saw Shazam, and I think it was kind of the malnourishment was worth it. Uh, I really <laughs> dug the movie, and then Harrison also went and checked it out. He, he also dug the movie. Um, yes. Machinima Man was a traitor, so you're out of this conversation. <laughs> I know. But you can ask it's a couple questions. Um, but uh, I'm, we're going to talk real quick about Shazam. Uh, I really dug it. What did you think, Harrison? I loved it. Loved this movie. What were what were the highest highs for you? What did you really like about this? What set it apart from any other? Because you said on Twitter that this was your favorite, yeah? Yeah, yeah. This um, so far has been my favorite DC movie, and I'm going bold and saying my favorite DC movie ever. You know, not just like the current cinematic universe or whatever. I just love this. Um, most of the DC movies like have never really quite hit home for me, you know. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we had a whole conversation about Dark Knight. Dark Knight is an amazing movie. I'm never going to take that away from it. But like, this is just a DC movie that I went in and I was happy all the way through it. It's so fun. It feels like an instant classic, and that that's a thing that people throw around a lot. But it just felt it felt like an old movie. Like if this movie had been released in 1996. I would have rented it on VHS so much my mum would have banned it from the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so right about that. Uh, one of the things about this movie was that just for the majority, everything was effortlessly perfect. Like just all the lines, no cringe for the most part. Uh, you know, Zachary, I'll, I'll just say the villain was that I feel like maybe that's where you could get a tad cringe. But other than that, there was, you know, the, the children actors were amazing too. Uh, every single one of them and, and the parents. And uh, it just seemed to just really just just be going on, you know, 10 the entire time. Yeah, the kids are a huge thing to talk about in this because, like, it's a movie that was like you can have funny children characters who aren't annoying. Like, they're not obnoxious, they're not like, ah, I'm Zany and Mackie, they're, but they're really funny. Like, there's one yeah. little girl in particular yeah. who's, like, really funny, um, but isn't annoying, and it's amazing. Yeah, and you talk about the villain being, like, the cringy thing. The villain's, like, one of my favorite bits, because, like, just to... Like, I dug, know, I the dug villain him to is... a point, and like I said, we'll get to that, but I, du I liked him a lot to a point where I was like, all right, you just kind of became the CGI bad guy of the thing again. Uh, yeah, maybe, but I, like, he's so brutal. Like, there's, like, like, just um, that's one of the things I love about this movie as well is that, like, it's. I'm gonna tell you now, it's basically a kids movie. Like, um, yeah. So if you're out there listening and you are under twelve or you have a child under twelve, go see that movie with that kid. Take that kid, like, you know, just because it'll be awesome. This is like a movie that kids will love and kids should see. But as well, it's violent. In the best way. I'm yeah, because like, just... in the boardroom scene, and no spoilers here, uh, just as yet, but like the boardroom scene, like they were all horror on that for sure. <laughs> yeah, like it it's awesome. got a thing where like yeah. it's got a low rating because there's no blood in it, but this, the villain means business. Like there is no kind of, you know how like the Marvel villains at the moment have this thing where they largely have a grand plan. And, you know, the, the actual, like, violence they inflict tends to be kind of um, a secondary thing. You know, it, it's all actually about their big grand scheme that's going to be at the end of the movie. Oh, that's because Marvel wants female girls to be obsessed with the villains. <laughs> and in love with them. <laughs> Shout out um, to Loki. Yeah. 
So like, you know, even characters like like Ultron. Ultron did some, you know, kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna mess you up sort of things. But this guy is just he 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 doesn't have like a grand scheme. Um, if that's not too much of a spoiler, he's there to just mess people up, and it's great. And it it doesn't hold back. He just messes people up. Yeah, and it's cool. And something <laughs> like um, like th- his seven deadly sin powers. That's something that wasn't translated too well. And and it's not a spoiler. Of, like if you know the comics and stuff. But like it's it's pretty neat. He has this like unique ability of releasing demons out of his body. And uh, I don't know. And the C- what did you think about all that, Harrison? Um, th- they they're really cool. I really like them because, yeah. um, like, they are—they look like the dogs from Ghostbusters. So, like, um, Sla- they're just like slash kinda... also something like from from Lord of the Rings, almost kind of too. I suppose, yeah. There's one that looks like a Pokemon, um, and you'll know it when you see it. Uh, <laughs> but 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 they're really they're really cool. Um, and like, I think that's one of the things that's great about this movie. Actually, the design's really good. So, um, yeah, the, the the demons look like demons. They're kind of horrific. Um, they are definitely CGI. I think there might be some practical ties, but it's a lot of CGI. But it's really good-looking CGI. Like there was there was one moment where I was really scared that it was going to be like um, uh, I'm going to get this wrong. What's the name? What's the giant orange yellow cloud from Green Lantern? Uh, uh, oh, parallax. Uh, I think. There you go. Yeah, parallax. Yeah, I was really worried that we were going to have a parallax moment. Uh, there's that one bit where like uh, yeah. Like, like, there is a villain, there's a bad guy thing that is just like a cloud. And I was like, oh, God, don't make yes, that this movie. Yes, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah, because basically, and that's not so much of a spoiler, but to, like, release the demons from his body, he, yeah, a cloud comes out of him at first. And I thought he was just going to have sand powers, like, you know, Apocalypse from X-Men or... Or like you're saying, uh, yeah, another cloud villain like uh, Parallax or Galactus. And I was like, oh, no, not again. And they turn <laughs> into demons and it's really bitching, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, so it's, yeah. The, I think one of the things that gets me as well is that even though this, you know, this is a modern movie, and it is, it feels really timeless. Um, and some stuff with the villains, like, this could have been done back in the 90s. Like, those demons could have been people in rubber suits. And it still would have been cool back then, you know. It would have been like a Ninja Turtles, like the yeah, old with the Ninja slimy, kind of oh, sweaty, nice. wet-looking demon kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's oh, it's so good. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, let's move on a little bit. Um, Gilbert, you got any questions for us for the? Uh, yeah, I have two. Well, okay. and I, I don't know if this is really a spoiler. I, d- I don't think it is, but. Uh, so is the bad guy is that Black Adam? Because it the the powers that you're describing on him, um, that's nothing I've ever seen in the comics or any of the video games or any, anything like that. So it is it yes or no? Just you don't have to tell no. me who it actually is, but okay, no. And then the final thing I guess is uh, how does this kind of fit into the into the greater DCEU or or does it? Is it like its own thing or is it? It's basically um, yes, it definitely fits into the DC, to to the extended universe in DC. Um, they reference. The characters that you know they mention Superman and Batman are definitely around, they exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and like uh, there's one character who's obsessed with superheroes and is like, Yeah, I know everything about Superman, I know everything about Batman. He's basically um, me, it's a little kid version of me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, uh, if you gave Sebastian a crutch, we'd just have that guy. Um, and th- th- but like, uh there is this one moment, right? There's this one moment, which I feel is, like, the biggest, like, um, 
screw you to the rest of the DC movies ever. There is a kid who's like, uh, he's got a Superman toy in one hand and a Batman toy in the other, and he's just smashing them together. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he sees Captain, um, well, Captain Marvel slash Sazam out of a window and just immediately drops Batman and Superman. And I was yeah. like, yes, that's exactly oh. what these movies are like. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Okay. Kind of sounds like the Deadpool of the DC universe in a way. Just mucking the rest of them. Kind of, but like in a really non cringy way, too. It was perfect. And uh, I wanted to to ask you a quick question, Harrison. uh, Speaking with continuity, like the whole DC universe, there is a toy store, you know, that they go through. They have that little bit. Did you notice that on the shelf, I noticed DC branding? Did you yeah, actually see? Yeah. yeah okay. Like, so what's going like, on? Does the DC universe exist within the DC universe, or what the hell? I don't. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird because, like, like there are some cool moments, like, um, like how in this movie it establishes that, like, this is like the real world. So all the superheroes have merch. So like the character who loves superhero superheroes wears t-shirts with their logos on all like Which he's wearing an aquaman also, shirt. don't forget uh, marvel did that a little tiny bit a little bit with like some marvel merchandise in some of the shows and i, I don't know if they did it with the movie. spider-man and like yeah uh, so a little bit so yeah, i guess like, we can yeah but continue with the uh, your thought on that uh, no, yeah, uh, but like, and they do some weird stuff. Like, like my favorite bit about it, I think, is that it's in the uh, trailers. I think there's a bit where um, Billy Batson is like running through, and he picks up a Batman doll, like one that is exists and is real, mm-hmm. but it's like based on the on the Batman animated series, yes, like the '90s one, and whips it at a guy. And I was like, so in this universe, there is a real, genuine Batman. But the people who make the toys of that real Batman didn't bother making it look like the real Batman. Why they did made they it sell look Bat- like a fake version. Why did they sell Batman toys if Batman murders people and sends them to jail to be murdered? I mean, I don't want to get political, but there are... Because money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... Uh, yeah, no, I don't want to get... But he was... It's very confusing. Uh, okay, so you did mention that too. And then also, uh, because I'm a huge, huge fan of this logo... Uh, my very favorite Superman logo is the new 52 logo. It's just a bit more like lightning strike looking. And uh, the kid has the backpack with that logo on it. So like in my head also, I'm like, not only did I point it out, because I'm like, oh, my favorite logo. But I'm like, it, does the new 52 exist in this universe also? <laughs> What's happening? Um, I don't know. I mean, just like, like little nitpicks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because you get that with, like, Spider-Man Homecoming when um, they've got the Avengers masks on and it's that version of Thor that has never existed in the Marvel Universe. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, with, with no beard and, you know, with winged helmet and it's like, yeah, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. I never no, understood I... this, but... <laughs> Alien guns and flying suits and that's the part that doesn't make sense to you guys. <laughs> um, a thing I also want to talk about real quick, Harrison, was um, I really thought those scenes where uh, they were testing his powers were like they could have been cringe and I've seen them a hundred times in the trailer but like so Mm. original for like a superhero movie something that you would totally have to do if you like instantly became a hero and you know about all these superheroes you're going through this checklist to like but these fun little tests to figure out like what powers he had Uh, what did you think about those scenes I love them Uh, yeah yeah, like to the point where I think like you know the the movie's going along and it has those scenes and they were really fun 
um, I dug it. And then like the movie decided, okay, we, we've got to we've got to do the plot now. And I was upset. I was like, no, I, I could have just had a whole movie of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, and then one thing I did want to mention is I felt like the movie was just a teensy, teensy long. Um, I liked the momentum that was going, and I was enjoying it the whole mm. time. But I felt like by the fight scene. Which is yeah. really odd for me, too, to feel like um, by the fight scene, I'm getting a little tired out and, like, ready for it to almost be over. Just because I'm like, okay, you guys, how many times can you guys punch each other in the face before it's, like, you know? Yeah, um, you're absolutely right. And, like, um, the movie figures out how to win the fight really early on um, and just doesn't mm -hmm. do it for ages. Yeah, so yeah I yeah. think maybe that's what created that issue, too. <laughs> yeah, the the final fight scene does go on for too long. Um, yeah, it, it it's only by like a few minutes, but it does go on a bit longer than it should. Um, Which is and, really weird because I, I remember as a kid, I'm like, oh, this movie's excellent. I don't care if it's five hours. But now, like, I'm understanding. I'm like, okay, you can you can have an excellent movie, but um, to keep like momentum, I guess, and like that excitement going. And, you know, not to feel exhausted by the end of it. <laughs> I guess it would be nice for it to be a tad shorter. The, the movie, like, um, with the ending, and I won't give you any details, but, like, it's, it, um, there are lots of times when you go, ah, and now this is how we're going to beat the bad guy. But then it, it, it does, you know, it, it goes to, like, what feels like the very final scene, and then it goes, no, we're going to go back and fight for a while. Uh, are we going to finish like it? Are we finish Jedi, it? Almost. No. Yeah, yeah. Remember how, like, Last Jedi, the movie, that Last Jedi feels, yeah, not like Last Jedi, but Last Jedi feels like it's going to end right with, uh, right after Snoke and that whole thing and the thing gets blown up and they're going down to crate. That feels like that's where the movie should end. And mm. then the movie continues to go for another 40 minutes. Um, it did not feel like that, but it did feel like, uh, like, yeah, by the fight. Yeah. And I think you pointed out perfect. You, they found the, the villain's weakness and then they don't do it till like, you know, maybe 30 minutes later or something. I mean, maybe it's yeah. 20 minutes, but like, if, yeah. <laughs> it feels but, long. So like it was long. There's a really weird moment where like, um, basically, uh, Billy Batson sees what the, the villain's weakness is and then like doesn't do anything about it until someone else explains it to him 20 minutes later. It's like, it's really weird. And yeah. it's like, but, but like the movie lets you know that he knows. It's really strange. Um, but anyway. So, uh, Machinima Man, did you have any questions for uh, Harrison? Because <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, like uh, from, the, from the trailers, when you see them like flying through the air, kind of fighting, it reminded me a bit of uh, Man of Steel. Just wondering, like, if the like the fight scenes, the kind of Man of Steel level of destruction with the buildings and stuff like that. No, um, no, no. They are really restrained on this one um, with like the the building destroying. The worst thing they do is there is a big fight in a Christmas fair. Oh yeah, and this movie set at Christmas, by the way. Like, oh, no yeah. one's mentions that. Oh right. Yeah, yeah it's, I totally it, forgot about that. You forget that it's set at Christmas for like most of the movie, but every now and then Santa shows up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so yeah, um, they, they go to a Christmas fair and they wreck a Ferris wheel, and like that's kind of the extent. There's a few broken windows, um, but it's not like Man of Steel where you know like. They're toppling skyscrapers and um, not giving you know, a <laughs> about any civilians. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny to too because they had to go backwards. I remember that 
that wasn't necessarily i don't think that was actually gonna be a plot of batman versus superman necessarily but the fan backlash of or oh, superman destroyed the whole city he didn't care about nothing um and then they like kind of i don't know if they wrote that into batman versus superman and then th from then on out they've been very careful not to have any major destructive fight scenes with you know civilian casualties even with man or uh justice league <laughs> that thing <laughs> happened out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> right yeah third world countries they don't matter <laughs> there was whoa, nobody whoa. there it was just some like a band there was like one family there I, I remember superman like evacuating an entire building but like i don't remember batman was like blowing through abandoned buildings i didn't know there was people there uh, yeah because batman apparently doesn't care about anyone in this universe mm. just killing dudes <laughs> Zach left and right. snyder do you guys hear about Zack snyder he's like you'd be an idiot not to think batman's a murderer or something what did he say and Zack Snyder can go suck a big fat <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have one, two nitpicks. This is my final nitpicks and we're done. And this is actually for the whole, it's funny because they keep doing things in each DC Universe movie and I'm hoping that maybe they'll stop doing it. But now it's become an entire DC Universe problem and I'm, I'm really crossing your fingers. You guys agree with me and I'm not psycho. But um, the way that they like to explain expedition or backstory or back history in all these movies are through holograms. You know, you have Superman with the whole, like, pegboard thing. And then you have, I think Aquaman does, like, a holographic, you know, Oh, yeah, they thing. have the water hologram things. And in, in this one, uh, the Shazam wizard has the the magic hologram, and like literally every single movie has this like hologram exposition. Does DC not know how to tell <laughs> backstory in any other way? <laughs> other cool. than having like a Zack Snyder backstory or like, I don't know, it's just getting tiring. It's like literally you get to the point of the movie now where it's like, okay, here's the scene, here's the iconic DC hologram exposition scene. That for me is getting a bit old now, and I wish that they can get a tad creative on it. And that's just me being mm. yeah. the comment section mm. of the internet. Uh, did you feel that at all, uh, Harrison? Uh, no, to no. be honest. Okay. Um, no, I, it just I think, seemed, uh, I don't know, it seemed a bit redundant for me. And it, maybe it's just because I like watch these guys over and over again, too. But like, I think, yeah, I think that's more. Right. It's probably because I, I haven't really watched them in that way at all. Um, but also, I actually have to say, I think the exposition in this is pretty well done because it's really short. They just is. get through stuff and they, they don't weigh you down with like, well, we're going to spend half an hour setting this up. They do it like three lines and it's done. And that's where you get your Black Adam reference too, by the way, just for all those, if you want to keep an eye out for that. Um, okay, we'll drop a little <laughs> time marker, Gilbert. You'll figure it out, but we'll drop a time marker if you want to go past this because I do want to mention one thing that's a mild spoiler. Um... But uh, here, let's just talk about just, that real quick. Just actually. say it for f sake. Say it. Okay, because y'all. <laughs> okay, let's do this, Harrison. What that end credit scene? Oh, okay, right. I feel like you. Okay, I'm all down for the comic bookiness, but you need you need to be a little. You need. I don't know if you could just throw a general audience into that end credit scene. Well, <laughs> to do that, I, go ahead I know and nothing about this I do, character. I, I like, didn't like, know like... anything about that either, yo. <laughs> that was the first time but... ever in a superhero movie. I was like, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Uh, please please no, explain uh... to us what the end credit scene is, by the way, uh, without like giving away too much spoiler. But <laughs> um, 
So the bad guy gets beaten, um, and uh, then <laughs> um, he is like in a prison cell, obsessing over like how he's gonna get his powers back and get his revenge, and then a voice starts talking to him, and that voice is a caterpillar. <laughs> A caterpillar with like this voice modulator that lights up when he talks. He has like goggles on. He has like a really ominous what? voice too. He's like, I we're gonna rule the world. Ah, 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 ah. A, a, a caterpillar. Uh, Join my yeah. forces. They show him a couple times throughout the movie, and I wasn't sure. I thought it was like a little Easter egg, but then like straight up, I hear this voice at the end, and then I thought maybe that it was like Lex Luthor recru- recru- recruiting somebody. I thought that was a part of the. Because that's another that's another thing that I want to say is with these end credit scenes now, this is the third end credit scene where I feel like DC's not being extremely original. It's always bad guy telling another bad guy, hey, we have a team and let's go attack these other guys. Are you ready? You know, because you get the end credit scene with Justice League, which I totally dug. But then you get the end credit scene with Aquaman, and it's it's like a Black Manta and a scientist, and it's oh you don't like you don't like Aquaman, I don't like Aquaman, let's form a team, bam bam bam, and then you know, and then you have the same kind of thing where it's like I'm this evil caterpillar, you don't like Shazam, I don't like Shazam, <laughs> let's form a team, bam bam bam, and it's like literally I don't know, it's getting a bit <laughs> redundant for the. His I'm name sorry, is Mr. Mind, by the way. Just, Mr. This Mind. This is just ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. It's kind of the I, only... I did... That is the point. I, I think is very much the thing. Which like, I'm totally okay movie... with. Yes, but like yeah. I said, for a general audience, <laughs> when I'm trying to get my, you know, my family member who is like, you know, has their arms crossed, superhero movies are stupid. I sit him down. I watch, have him watch Shazam. The whole movie is great. And then, you know, make him wait happens. through the, you know, and then that... <laughs> So they're like, what See, the fuck? But the thing is, this movie, I think, is less stupid than um, Batman vs. Superman. No, I 100% like, like, agree it, it with is... you. I just, you need to you need to warm people up for that talking caterpillar, yo. I was, <laughs> I was not ready for that guy. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly, for, for people who aren't, like, hardcore fans of DC, Marvel, that kind of stuff, like superheroes, you might just want to walk them out of the theater after, at, after the, the credits start rolling, because that might throw people off. I think, just honestly, God, just go see it. Like, that's literally, I, I love the scene too, don't get me wrong, because like Harrison said, I think it was, like, purposely goofy, and it totally matched with the whole movie. Let's go full pedal to the metal on this weird goofiness. Yeah, let's have the talking caterpillar. I'm down. But <laughs> it was a bit jarring, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think like it's like, it's Whoa! no different than um, it's no different than Howard the Duck at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, it's was, similar that to that, but like just a tad more jarring. Because <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy was just like so weird the entire time, and then like this movie had no inkling of talking. <laughs> like I said, I uh, <laughs> I don't. Know. Just be lucky I broke the ice. I think you all would have, would have been, especially Gilbert, I felt, would have been like, what? <laughs> but now that I broke the ice for you, maybe you, it'll be a, a tad softer. Right. Uh, Harrison, you have any final thoughts on the on Shazam? What were you, what was your out of five stars rating? Um, I'm going to give it a five. Um, cool. Because I think, this, I think this is a great movie. And honestly, this is this is the best movie I've seen in 2019 so far. Um, and I don't think that it's going to be very hard for a movie to be more fun than this one was for me. 
Um, you know, and I know, I know, I know that Endgame is around the corner. I know, but Endgame is gonna. There's gonna be some hard bits to Endgame. Yeah, we have to need sit to bring tissues to that. Like, <laughs> you know, well, mm-hmm. and and you know, it's gonna be setting up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> There's so many characters, we're not going to get everything as satisfying. Those suits are already in there, and that's really a mark against them already. Um, so <laughs> I, I've got to go out on a limb. I don't think that it, for me personally, very personal, I don't think it's going to beat Shazam for me. And I wasn't expecting Shazam to be as good as it was. Wow. I think you're Ooh. right in fun and enjoyment level. Uh, or not enjoyment level. I think... Endgame is going to be definitely fulfill the need of that event comic, you know, <clears throat> for that itch that we need. That's going to be our mm. thick, thick volume event comic movie of the year. We'll, you know, we'll be fully satisfied. We got to see all the superheroes at once. It was awesome. Explosions up the you know who colors effects. Awesome. <laughs> but Shazam, I think by the very end of it, yeah will probably be the more one that I walked out of there with a better, you know, a smile. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was really fun, actually. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's get on to the Joker trailer, because I'm actually stoked to talk about something uh, that's Ooh. only... <laughs> go for it, Gilbert. Go for it. I haven't heard your, your voice. Go. But yeah, Joaquin Phoenix... Uh... What the, what the hell are you doing, man? What, 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 in what possible sense is that a good Joker? In any way, shape, or form. I'm just... But from the laugh, to the way he looks, to the freaking... It looks like bad cosplay of the, of the freaking Cesar Romero Joker from the 60s. I'm going to go ahead and 100% disagree with you. You on would. everything. <laughs> Bam. And I was Bam. ready to hate this Joker. I was ready. I seen the set photos. I was cringed out. I was so afraid. I didn't want a Joker movie. I wanted And then you see him stop. running down a freaking alleyway and suddenly, oh my god, I'm in love. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> So what was it for you that just, like, I don't get it, is, I guess, is my point. Because it seems like the internet's actually okay with it, too. And, like, after a lot of doubt and it's, not wanting it, a Joker all right, movie. It feels, it feels more like it's, it's less of a Joker movie and more of a social commentary on, like, mental illness, really. And, and you, fine, whatever. If you know what, Menta- the mentally ill, are there, they need help. I get, I get that. Not everyone understands that. But that said, I'm like, dude, that's, you're kind of just, you're missing the point of Joker. It's not... Like, it, it makes it seem like, oh, well, you know, I just went crazy because life sucks, because society is a bad place and people are bad. I'm like... No, and I totally see where you're coming from, but, uh, like, but we have so much of the same superhero movies, because I do see rolling in my head, I'm going to see Marvel movies for the rest of my life, but how many times can we see the same three-act structure, you know, of, you know, uh, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, and we I, fight the bad I, guy at the end, fine. it's always going to be a bad guy that gets beat. Yeah, I get that, but I don't know how this movie is going to end. <laughs> See, that's the, but that's the thing there is that if you make a movie like that without like, and I understand that yeah, it's kind of getting tired with the three act structure of like you know get the get your powers, find the bad guy, beat the bad guy. I get that, but with this, when you do a movie that, that has no like clear uh, hero or clear villain or really the, the villain has or whatever the protagonist has no clear goal, it kind of like we get I don't a know good story maybe. <laughs> maybe but then what uh, oh you know what it's, it's the mass effect 3 argument what is a good story without a great ending i agreed <laughs> i don't know what this movie is about necessarily <laughs> you you watch things. your damn mouth gilbert <laughs> so um we're gonna share the love a little bit too uh gilbert i definitely want to hear more on you from this but uh, let's hear from machinima man what are your thoughts on the joker trailer i uh yeah go for it i like it i've decided i've i've, I've thought about it and I'm looking forward to it. 
Yeah, and I am surprised. I'm surprised by myself. <laughs> no, I, th- I think I think it's it's borrowing heavily from the Killing Joke by the looks of it. Uh, but the the only problem I've got with it is I I don't really know what the story's about. It just seems to be him going crazy in the trailer. Yeah, and this is like, like the with, teaser with no trailer real... too, because like I'm trying to figure out an example. For normally for Marvel movies, like the first te- teaser trailer is boom, bam, splash, you know, sparks, and then you know the superhero in the suit, and then we get like the story trailer in the second guy, I guess. So like, do you think maybe? Yeah, that's but what like as as you said, like there's only so many times we can see the same structured superhero movie. So I think this is going to be really different, uh, and I think they are going to borrow very very heavily from the killing joke which isn't yeah. which isn't a bad thing i mean i like i like the killing joke yeah i like the killing joke too it was, it yeah. was decent um i would even be down to see red hood but i know they won't do that for me but <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh yeah i i feel i definitely hear where you're coming from gilbert but mm. I f- are you just not seeing what's in front <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> i don't know man it just I don't, it are you not ready for that, or did you not want a Joker movie at all? Or if there was a Joker movie that's coming out, what would you want out of that? Yeah, if I'm gonna get a Joker movie, I would want it to be something like again. You don't even have to put Batman in it. Make it like kind of along the same lines as Suicide Squad, in that it ha- it has Batman there for a few minutes, but he's not the main character. He's not even really like a part of the story. But like, I want a Joker movie where he like where he's already the jo- I, I don't want a joker origin story i want a joker movie where he's already the joker and we just get like two hours of just sheer mayhem i thought i wanted that mm. but then like and i thought i didn't want a yeah. joker origin but like i don't know i want to i want to kind of see what happens with this oh. guy <laughs> i'm, be, I'm uh, curious uh, i'm curious gonna, now like, yeah, why did he step. crack what made him to the point where he and it's it's interesting too because they don't they show a lot in the trailer yet so little so what makes this point this guy go from like being bullied on a train to like literally causing mayhem and it you know with he has he has supporters too apparently there's like i don't know yeah what's going on yeah i i think i think he'll be in the killing joke like you know he's a bit of a bit of a deadbeat you know a bit of a loser trying to make uh, a failing yeah. yeah failing comedian but then as soon as, you know, he falls into that, was it acid, whatever it was, that turns him into the Joker, like, his confidence comes out and, you know, he's funny and people start liking him. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit like that. And I think they show his mum in the trailer as well. So I think something's going to happen to her and he's just going to completely switch, just go full on crazy. Yeah. And then, like I said, it uh, it's, it seems like he's pulling... Um typical like joker shenanigans doing something in a train station he's on the run and his full joker mm. get up also there is like uh like i said you see like in the trailer there's like a an image of like a huge mob or something and and some of them have joker masks themselves or something like i don't mm. know it seems mm. like he has supporters or people are also like the jokers out on stage are they presenting him on like a talk show kind of like they did in the dark knight See, yeah, that... yeah, it could it could could be laughing gas, like mm-hmm. he's forcing them to laugh at him or something. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I don't know what's going on, and it seems like it, for as much as I want to destroy it, it seems like there's room for very interesting uh, commentary as well. Uh, Harrison, what are your thoughts on the Joker trailer? I like the Joker trailer. I like the look of it, but to be fair. I think the reason I'm interested in it is because it doesn't look like a Joker movie at all. Um, 
And mm. so I can totally understand why, why basically if you wanted a Joker movie, you've been let down here. Mm. And I was, I was saying it before, I, um, I think that I think this is a movie that was never meant to be a Joker movie. I, I think that this was like a script written about like a, like a sort of uh, Silence of the Lambs style uh, serial killer. And then someone was like, I can't sell this serial killer script, but if I put a comic book name on it... Yeah, you've got a very good point, though. Yeah, that's that's true. That's, actually, that's pretty spot on. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, that might be what the, the comic book industry movie needs, you know what I mean? Because then from then on out, who knows what Marvel can do with that after. And I'm not saying make psychological, you know, documentaries about, you know, but I'm saying, like... who we don't maybe need an, a whole action movie now. Now we can do maybe a more personal story, you know, with not so much a big final set piece ending, you know? If it's good and it turns out well, and that this whole different take on a on a comic book movie uh, is a success, because I, like I said, I don't, we really, even Logan, you know, even though it, it, it treads different um, grounds, it's still a superhero movie at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm really hoping it opens the door if it, if it does well to, to seeing interesting, different angles that you can do with superhero movies. And, and Harrison, you're saying that you think Marvel's going to do that. Yeah, I think, yeah, cause we're already seeing the other studios, um, doing that a bit of going, we're going to start doing comic book stuff that isn't just trying to be, um, a Marvel movie. And I think, I think Shazam is an example of that. Um, and so I think Marvel... Yeah, because because they've been saying they're going to change things up um, after Endgame. You know, the the, the 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 next phase of Marvel is going to be quite different. So I th- I think we'll see them moving away from the traditional Marvel movie format. Well, they better yeah. add because mm. I'm tired of it. Yeah, no, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But if I have to sit through twenty more movies of like the opposite of the superhero bad guy getting beat at the end, I I, I don't know if I can do it anymore. Like that's literally. <laughs> see, see, I'm willing to. I, I could sit through ten more years happily of that. <laughs> and I will, and I will, and I will. But I'm crossing my <laughs> fingers also that there's a slight possibility of there, like Black Widow's coming out, you know, and maybe that's the first chance for them, yes, to make a good female superhero movie. But maybe it doesn't. It's not structured the exact same, like you know, like Winter Soldier or even Captain Marvel. It feels different and unique and kind of, you know, even filmography shot differently than. Uh, than a typical superhero movie. Uh, Gilbert, what would what would you need to see in trailer two to get you on board with this Joker movie? What's missing from it? Honestly, dude, I don't I don't know. I've, there's there's really like I've said it before. I'd like to see at least some kind of mention of Batman or something like Bruce Wayne or if you okay, want to so show little me like boy, a yeah, if you want to show boy. me like a news article or something like that of like the Waynes being shot or something, I would be more than happy with that. So I've heard two if, things. If, it looks like the little boy is Bruce Wayne, or at least that's what people are saying. The one that he's like sticking his gross fingers in his mouth, whatever that whole smiling thing is about. And yeah. then also the, um, I believe also somebody I think said Thomas Wayne is in the trailer as well. So hmm. maybe okay. forgetting so, some stuff. So I don't know. I'm like I'd like that, and then maybe not Joaquin Phoenix. Maybe have someone have a better have a different actor. How angry would you be, Gilbert, if it turned out to be Joker who killed Bruce Wayne's parents in this film? I don't know. I'm conflicted about that because I liked the, ori- like the original Jack Nicholson Batman, like, you know, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. I actually kind of like that little twist in that movie. But mm. I honestly, I don't know. If, they, if they're going to be like, oh, well, he was in the Joker costume and that's, he shot his parents and walked up to him and then told him, oh, smile, kid, or, or something <laughs> like that, I'm like, I'm not going to be very happy. 
I agree with you. Okay. Uh, what if this was set in the Andromeda Galaxy? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say if Bioware did the special effects for this movie? <laughs> um, would you be on board then? I also heard the, the writers, uh, the dialogue writers, wrote all the dialogue for this movie too, so... Yeah, it's, it's the first ever movie that's going to have dialogue trees. Yeah. <laughs> the entire theatre has to vote on what is going to be said next. Yeah, there's going to be like a, campaign, be really cool. a companion app. Yeah. You know what's funny is I'd actually watch, I would totally watch a movie like that. Uh, yeah, me too. But yeah. Five years from now, we're so famous. Okay. Um, I want to... Yeah, so, okay. Uh, I totally understand, Gilbert. Uh, hopefully... They'll give you what you want. Yeah, so you know, can, you I'm, be, I'm just. I'm, I'm going to take a step back. Real quick. I'm, I'm willing to admit that I'm totally biased on this one because, like, I am one of those diehard Batman fans. That's like, no, Batman wouldn't do. Batman could beat everyone, and here's why. I'm, I'm one of those guys. So I'm like, I, I'm very, very critical about when anyone comes out with anything Batman or or Joker or anything like that related. I'm super gotcha. critical of it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. See, I love these characters too, but I think I'm the dumb fan that likes them. I'm the kid at Hot Topic that's just buying all the jackets. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, I just wanted to mention a news I talked about that we said we were going to talk about this real quick in the show. But it sounds like all the Suicide Squad members are coming back. Captain Boomerang, we have uh, we have Rick Flagg coming back, apparently. Um, we have uh, Amanda Waller coming back, thank God. Um, and then also, I heard... I, Am I missing somebody? I feel like one more one more dude thinks they're they're in the Suicide Squad. So either these people haven't got the memo yet, <laughs> and they're gonna be really sad when the trailer comes out, or uh, or this whole like reboot thing is it's more of a soft reboot, kind of like a GI Joe retaliation type deal. And I don't know if that's like a super super deep cut for some <laughs> y'all here, but um, I'm gonna shoot it off to Machine. I'm a man. Take it away with your thoughts on the DC universe and the continuity and what you think's going on with Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do, but it, it it needs to be good for DC's sake. I think. I'm assuming that like they're gonna what bring back you know the main core Harley, you know Amanda, Rick Flag, and Boomerang. So you kind of remember. Yeah. You know, but... Had the Suicide Squad like oh yeah it's the Suicide Squad, but everybody else is gonna be new. I think, and everything mm. else is gonna be new. Yeah, Amanda. I'm glad they're bringing back. I like her. Uh, Captain Boomerang. Uh, Rick Flag, he was just so cringe. I don't like him. He was, no, he was like the Duke Nukem of DC films. Just, <laughs> you know, your, your typical blonde-haired superhero bro. Uh, no, um, get rid of him. It is funny that you said, well, it's not funny <laughs> that you said Boomerang, but uh, do you have any thought? like, Captain Boomerang seems such a perfect character for James Gunn. It almost seems like it was written yes. for James Gunn. Yes. So, like, are you excited to see what you can do with that? Yes, definitely. Captain Boomerang was definitely one of the better parts of uh, the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, I liked him a lot too. He's funny. Mm. Um, he didn't do his, his job very well of breaking into. Any... Not, not, none of them did. None of them did but, except for Will Smith. But enjoyment-wise, yeah, I dug. I liked the character. He was funny and enjoyable to watch. Uh, yeah, Gilbs, what is? What are your thoughts on the the DC Cinematic Universe? Are they so? We're hearing conflicting rumors now. What do you? Where do you think they're going to do? Um. I don't know. One week I mean, we talk one way. One week we talk this way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they. I mean, with the news that like Rick Flag or, or you know, uh, Captain Boomerang and all that might be coming back, I'm kind of happy about that because honestly, I, th I thought that uh, Rick Flag was actually one of the cooler characters as Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, dude, screw you. He was awesome. Get, okay. you, you, I love you. You're, you're just going, saying that to, to spite me on you, Gilbert. You don't really like Rick Flag, do you? No, I do. I think he's cool. I'm serious. You, you didn't like... You didn't like Jurassic Park 3, but you like Rick. <laughs> I, I really want to see now what, like, a perfect superhero movie for Gilbert would be. <laughs> Harrison, what are your thoughts on this? Are you stoked that we're kind of sticking with this DC universe? Um, I'm really digging... Yeah, we, we dug Aquaman. I dug Shazam. It's on the right track. Um, I accept Justice League now after I rewatched it. Um, I'm ready for Suicide Squad 2. I'm okay with this universe continuing it seems like it's doing a good job and i would like them to just continue and try uh what are your thoughts um i kind of don't i want to sort of cut off a, a chunk of the the universe so um anything that has that stank of Zack snyder on it um could just be put over there <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah like, and i totally agree with you like like and, and, fr and frankly i'm gonna count suicide squad in there because i think so like Aww. The movies that I've liked are the ones that, um, the ones that feel like the goofy comic books they come from. Because look, the ones I, I didn't think I was gonna like, I I nowhere wanted Aquaman to be my favorite DC universe movie, and it currently is number one with Shazam falling second. Another one I didn't. He's not one of my favorite yeah. characters. I like the guy. I mean, I've always liked him in video games and stuff, but. Who, who gives a shit about Shazam? And now I love him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's it. Because I, I think like, like, and my my two favorite DC ones are the same, but they're the other way around. I, my Shazam's my favorite. Aquaman's my second favorite. I think because the pair of them are both unashamedly goofy. You know, like Aquaman is at its best when it's underwater and stupid stuff is happening. You know, when there are people riding dinosaurs and sharks and stuff going around and mermen <laughs> are hanging out, that's really fun. You know, Shazam is great because it's a kid who has superpowers and he loves it. Um, whereas Suicide Squad was not the worst of the sort of Snyder-style DC movies, um, but it wasn't really anything. It, it, it didn't hit the mark for me. It, it was still too serious and dark um so yeah, if they're gonna Franken, do it frankenstein also to the point where they tried to be funny too you know where they tried to yeah. uh, almost in like reshoots and post-production try to, to turn it the other direction and i think that's where everybody really agrees where suicide squad took takes the big dump it didn't know it, it it wasn't serious it tried to be stupid and goofy and it just didn't yeah, yeah, no, I, like, like do, do you know what they would do in a Suicide Squad? That make make Captain Boomerang get a different actor. I don't mind. Yeah, do whatever. Make Captain Boomerang the main the main character. Make someone as goofy and stupid as Captain Amer Captain Boomerang be the hero. You know, like um, uh, I want it to be like uh, um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell in Big Trouble yes. in Little China is rubbish. He's a useless like character. He sucks <laughs> at everything he does, but he's awesome. That's the movie I want to see. Just take some DC characters and put them into Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I even, like, I know this is going to sound totally stupid, but in the hands of James Gunn, uh, I want to see Condiment King, yo. I want to see Condiment King out there just, like, being in a Suicide Squad movie. And you could totally blow him up, and that's fine. But uh, oh, yeah. I, want to see st I want to see stuff like that. Like, it could totally work in this new DC universe, I feel. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, like if you just made a Suicide Squad of all of Batman's worst villains, that would be brilliant. I will happily watch, like you know, Suicide Squad that's like Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Tweedledum, and Tweedledee, 
um, Condiment King. Mm. Uh, oh, there's somebody else. Isn't there like the Pink Leopard or something? There's some really stupid. Calendar Man. Yes, yeah, Calendar. Go. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and the jokes. It would just be amazing. Um, we're going to move on. Uh, any last thoughts on the DC Universe, guys? So I, I'm on board because I think they're doing good now. I think that they're kind of... Um, I heard the director of Shazam, they asked him, they said, you know, how is Shazam a part of the DC Universe? And are you guys sticking with that? And the, he said, yeah. He said, what we figured out was that each movie doesn't need to be dark and gritty. Batman, that's his tone. His movie can be dark and gritty. Shazam is fun and happy. His movie can be fun and happy. Aquaman's fantastical. That can, you know... This, each movie will have its own tone that's fitting for its its proper you know thing, and I think now that they've understood that, and now that they don't have to make every single, I feel like there's an alternate universe where they wanted to make a dark, gritty Aquaman movie, and that would have been garbage. And I'm so happy with what we got instead, you know. So um, I I have a positive outlook. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the DC universe, uh, starting with Gilbs, and we'll, just as our final thoughts on DC. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I, it's been a it's been a while since I've seen him, or the, since there's been a DC movie that I was actually excited for. And I mean, I'll probably go see Captain uh, or Shazam since you guys are giving it such great reviews. But yeah, I, I don't care about Aquaman. I don't particularly care about like you know Titans or or Doom Patrol or any of that. I'm just. Oh, what I'm about done. that Joker? By the way, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the Gotham Joker, yo. Oh, can, can uh, you please get a picture of that up there. Uh, I mean. At least it keeps with the with the right origin story, you know. And I've actually but I have no watched Batman in it. No Batman showing well, up. That's the dumb see. That's part. the see. I'm conflicted. I'm very conflicted on Gotham because you on get one exactly hand, exactly what you asked for, Del Gilbert. You get your Joker and you get your Batman showing yeah, up. I know, but it's but it's so but it's so freaking early. I'm like he's like he's like 14, dude. He shouldn't be Batman yet, but yet he is Batman. I'm like I'm conflicted. I'm very I'm they truly. There's on, gonna be I'm a little conflicted. bit of a time jump, so I'm sorry. I ho hopefully they'll make him look older and stuff. But, uh, dude, they already went through the whole Razal Ghoul storyline and killed him off and everything. I'm like, how? I admit, I, I like the show and I've watched the entire series, but I I am very conflicted on whether or not it's a truly good Batman story. Gotcha, gotcha. You're a confusing person, Gilbert. <laughs> I know. I'm weird. It's like killing an onion with me, isn't it? <laughs> and you then could the onion... say he's an enigma. <laughs> An Edward Nigma. Machinima man, what are your final thoughts on the DC universe? Are you are you stoked for more? Uh yeah, I'm actually really excited to see Shazam now after um your very good reviews. So hopefully if another horror film doesn't come out this week, I'll get to see Shazam. Right on, sir. And then yeah, we'll get to hear your late review next week. Right on. Um, yes. And then, yeah, Harrison, so I'll ask you a, a bit of a different question because it seems like our opinion's kind of on the same wavelength as, like, yeah, DC's heading in a good direction. So I'll ask you this. Would you like to see another attempt at Justice League eventually way down the line? Um, do you know what? Yes. Um, but I, what I'd like them to do is don't bother with, um, you know, uh, having movies to set it up and it'll be... Do it like Enter the Spider-Verse. Just go straight into it. You. Just yep. just do it like, okay, here's a movie. Justice League already exists. Go. You know, fill it with everyone. Um, have Plastic Man in there. You know, like... Uh, now, would you be okay with, like, actors that have already shown up? Aquaman's there, but, like, yeah, no setup to the movie. But would you be okay with him just being there, kind of, or...? Um, yeah, probably, you know, like, like if you want to bring back um, Jason Momoa, you know, as Aquaman for it, I'd be totally happy, because I think he's a really good Aquaman. Um... 
you know, uh, but yeah. Uh, Shazam. You want to see Shazam show up on the Justice League? I think he would be amazing to see. Yeah, I, I feel like Shazam and The Flash would be cool to hang out with. <laughs> like, I feel them as a pair would be quite fun. Do you know what I want DC to, to, to do? Um, and I, I'm very sorry to all the DC fans out there. One of the reasons I like uh, Shazam is that it's set in Philadelphia. In a real place that doesn't have hmm. the awful DC names. DC has Central the worst City. names yeah. for cities. I hate it. Starling City. I, I I hate so much with them like, ah yes, I just moved Midway to City. Bloodhaven. Oh, did you get a house in Bloodhaven? <laughs> yes, I did. There's a really good school district in Bloodhaven. <laughs> oh. Death Elementary. Now I have to commute to Midway City. It is like what the hell? Yeah, no, I absolutely dug that this was in Philadelphia, too. Because there was some fake city that they used to take place in, uh, I was hearing. Because I, I went back and listened to some people talk about Shazam so I can understand who Mr. Worm is. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, apparently Shazam originally, until the New 52 came around. This was um, largely based off the New 52, apparently. So not everything from that, I guess, was horrible. But, um can't remember uh, if somebody wants to look it up for me the original city shazam occupied but uh i'm gonna move on um it's great hearing from all y'all and all your opinions uh, i want to hear down in the comments what you guys think of the dc universe um i'm stoked i want more um it took them a while it's a, a it's about damn time but let's keep it going but uh let's move on to our quiz question quiz question 36 for the fulcrum report we have the joker movie coming out um, so give me a villain movie without its central superhero. We're going to start first with the Gilbs. Go for it, Gilbs. Okay, so I'm thinking it's going to be a Lex Luthor movie. And I think that would be, I think actually that'd be one of the coolest things ever is to have a, a movie without Superman in it. It's like, I know I, I literally just went off of give back, giving crap about there not being a Batman in the Joker movie. But I think it'd be a lot better if we just saw Lex Luthor origin story. We get to see him like build his way up to being the head of LexCorp, you know what I mean? Okay, so what's what's Lex Okay, so pitch me the movie. Uh, what's Lex okay. Luthor's motivation? Uh, well, he wants we he Super wants to be yeah. he wants to be the top dog. Like he wants to be the most powerful man in the world and he he decides to himself like he and I want I wanted to start off as him as a young age. Like I want to see little little child Lex uh, basically plot to kill his parents. Like I want to see some Game of Thrones House of Cards kind of show. Where he's like he he starts off as a little as like a little asshole child, and then builds his way up to being the head of a, the head of a major corporation. And he just he screws people over. He he like backstabs. And I want it to be like one of those kind of movies. All right, now we gotta sell some merchandise. I mean, we gotta we gotta make those bucks. So uh, how are we tying the rest of the DC universe? Uh, I mean, what alien is Lex Luthor gonna fight? <laughs> what do you mean alien? <laughs> no, there's gonna, there's no aliens. No, dude, this is before Superman. We're not. We have so, no. So it's strictly, strictly a like down to earth Lex. Yeah, like like story. if he's if he's doing anything, it's gonna be against other villains. It's gonna be like he's he has to be like he's gonna be like hiring villains to be and uh, to do his bidding, and basically be attacking other villains. Like I want to see like you know I want to see Copperhead. I want to see freaking Solomon Grundy. Like I so I want to see people who were who are in the DC universe, but none of the actual heroes. 
Okay, cool. Because I'm down with Solomon Grundy. Maybe uh, uh, what's that? Metallo, maybe. Have yeah. Him... See, but I mean that's a little much because in my idea, it is before the the meteor hits Earth. Like I want I want the ending. No, I know, of it. and you could go backwards and rewrite it. So yeah. but, I want yeah. the ending of I want the ending of this movie to be him looking out of like he finally gets to being the CEO of Lexworth. He has his ch- giant tall building, and I want him to look out in the distance, and there's a meteor falling to Earth. Hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. And the title of the movie. We'll call it, well, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I, you know what? I'm just going to be simple. I'm going to call it uh, Doom. Okay. Interesting. I thought you were, I, was hope, I wasn't hoping for, but I, I, was, I was afraid I would hear uh, Lex. <laughs> Luther, the movie. No. Yeah, Luther. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Thank you, Gilbert. That's actually an interesting idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shoot it over to Machinima Man. Give me your villain-centric movie without its core superhero. Go for it. Okay, I was really torn. Are we going for bad film or good film? Uh, go for bad. I always Wh- love the bad whichever thing. one's better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because if it was good, I was gonna say Red Skull in a World War Two movie because I love World War Two movies. Okay. Uh, but bad, I'm gonna have to go with Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh lord. Because the the Fantastic Four has such a bad history now, like the last thing anyone would ever want is. A Fantastic Four movie without the Fantastic Four in it and just Doctor Doom. But the same Doctor Doom from the last film. <laughs> <laughs> so it's <laughs> Go for it's it. just him just being really over the top, cringy evil. And the whole film is just cringe. There's people walking out of the, the movies. And then there's just one really dedicated Fantastic Four fan left, sat right at the very front. And are they crying, or are they enjoying the hell out of it? They're they're trying really, really hard to enjoy it because they're such a fan of Doctor Doom, but not even this film can save them. What's the obligatory uh, origin for Doctor Doom's mask that we get and his his green cloak? Uh, okay, so he's a really poor a really poor guy, and he's desperate to be the most evil man in the world. So he goes to his cupboard in the kitchen and gets some tin foil. And he makes a silver tinfoil mask, and he takes his grandma's green curtains and uses that as a cape. So this is essentially like seeing like the the Joker's concept makeup, basically, like his pre-Joker look. <laughs> yeah, he's just got a, a mask made of of, of tinfoil uh, with little eyes cut out of it. He's butters from set, South Park. Is this set during? I was gonna say, is this <laughs> set during like Halloween, and he's like a young Doom little boy murdering trick or treaters or something? Yeah, why not? And he doesn't actually have the powers of electricity. He just rubs his feet really hard on the carpet and then touches people. <laughs> Got you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the name. Of- yeah, oh, I oh, wish I'd have. Go- oh, go I wish it. I'd have gone with the Red Skull movie now because I'm I excited myself for that. <laughs> so, uh, final questions. What What's the end credit scene? <laughs> So the, the uh, poor one y- fan, he, he, he sat through the whole movie reluctantly, and now he made it through the, the, the six minutes of credits. What happens? Okay, so Doctor Doom gets arrested, and uh, you know when they make prisoners like hit rocks with pickaxes for just like hours? He hits one rock, and it turns out to be sentient, and it's actually the thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Doctor Doom hits the thing with the pickaxe and the, the rock rolls over and just, it's clobbering time. Black screen. <laughs> Black screen. Oh, no, 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 and then it just... He hits a rock. It's like, hi, I'm Korg. <laughs> hey, hi, my name's Korg. I'm made of rocks. <laughs> What's going on, man? This hi. is my rebellion. What's going on, man? And uh, that's my friend Meek. <laughs> <laughs> this is my rebellion. We're my friend get Meek. some flies printed. Yeah, I'm not dangerous for anybody. This of course, you're made of scissors. It's a rock, paper, scissors joke there for you. All right. <laughs> I love it. We have to have a core. We have to have a core uh, question next week or something. Yeah, my name's cool. Cool, cool. Um, here, real quick, guys. I'm gonna uh, pause this real quick. I need to start a new recording real fast. Cool. So, thank you, Mission of a Man. Oh, and what's the name of your Doctor Doom movie? Um, and you can't copy Gilbert. I was gonna say Doom Two because it's a follow-on from Gilbert's. <laughs> Oh, we're finally getting that Marvel versus DC universe we've been... Yes, the the, uh, the studios decided to put their differences apart and come together as one. So it's now the DCEU MCU. And uh, yeah, Doom 2 is the sequel to Gilbert's film. Cool. Thank you, sir. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then go for it, Harrison. Take it away. What's your, your supervillain movie without the superhero? Okay. Uh, my supervillain movie without the superhero is Magneto. Um, and it is just a simple revenge story. It's basically like the first like ten minutes of um, First Class, but that's the entire movie. So I really it's... dug that, by the way. Damn, dude, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's just like he. Um, I think I also just for the hell of it because I like it. Do you remember there was a part in X Men Evolution, the old cartoon there, um, where it shows oh, wow. that. Okay. Uh, that Eric Lancer was broken out of uh, a concentration camp by Captain America because I always love that detail, so I might just keep that That's in really there. Really neat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like um, it doesn't even say openly that it's Magneto, except well, like Captain America doesn't know, but it's that um, was it Germans throw grenades at Captain America and he's carrying the child Magneto and the child Magneto like uses his powers to whip the grenades away from them, which is really cool. So yeah, so, you know, it's just mm. Magneto is in a concentration camp, you know, because we know that that's part of his origin. And then, like, you know, we see him be liberated and he escapes, you know, but his family have died. And so he then spends his time like, in an orphanage and grows up and in a kind of Kill Bill style revenge movie, just like has a list of people he's tracking down. Damn. That would be really would, cool. Really I like that bit in was it the yeah. the last X Men film where he goes to that bar? Oh yeah, yep. and he, he takes the knife yeah, out and really... like does some awesomeness. Yeah, I would like to see more mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, I always dig those moments where like it's just regular you know a holes just messing with Magneto and yeah. Yep. Um. Okay, and then just for for fun, uh, how does he get his helmet? <laughs> oh, he doesn't. That's the thing, because of course Magneto does not develop the helmet until he has met Charles Xavier. Um, and so, because none of Charles Xavier will not be in this movie at all. And the name of your movie, sir? Um, oh. And it has to be one word. <laughs> it has to be one word. Oh, yeah. Yep. Homo superior. Okay. Man, you right went on. all serious this week and you get the point. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well played, Harrison. Damn you, Harrison. Normally, I don't go for the ones that are like that ticky, but he even like knocked the title Ooh. out of the park. Good job. <laughs> cool. So, uh, like I said, Gilbert, excellent, excellent choice. Um, actually, you made, uh, when you said Lex Luthor movie, I'm like, groan, but then you made it sound cool. So, excellent work. And then, uh, 
Doctor Doom Hall a Halloween uh, type Carrie movie. I'm down for that too. So, but uh, y'all did an excellent job. Uh, I can't wait to hear from y'all next week, and I I can't wait to see. Um, let's see what date is it? Oh, next week's gonna be our our Star Wars celebration episode, yo. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm super stoked. I can't wait. So Friday, Friday we're gonna get uh the Force Awakens panel and all that. I think on Saturday we're gonna get another panel um uh for some shows. I think maybe the Mandalorian, and then um then we are going to also I think on Sunday the day of the filming and I think that the 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 event will be before the podcast. So hopefully we'll get to talk about like the Jedi Fallen Order and stuff. So uh, next week's gonna be super super awesome. I'm stoked. I can't wait. I just excited myself. But um, let's close it out. Um, Thank you, Gilbert, so much for being on the show. It's always awesome having you, sir. Um, any final, any plugs or anything, sir? Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, I'm currently working on the uh, Age Republic special issue, so I'm working <laughs> on that as we speak. So be looking out for it somewhere. You know, maybe a year down the line. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Right on. Yeah, this is gonna be super rad. Uh, Gilbert, maybe if you want to give everybody a tease with your rad logo you made, uh, I think that would be awesome. Gilbert is going all out on this and. Uh, just for our, all y'all who uh, haven't checked out our Voiced Up comics, um, you probably actually found our show through our Voiced Up comics. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're doing some really stuff, and me and Gilbert are huge, huge fans of the Star Wars um, series, and we go real deep with the music. We have meetings afterwards where we're like, okay, you know this song? Then you put this here, and uh, we totally talk it out, so we're hardcore Star Wars fans. So uh, everybody go please check it out. Um, anything else, Gilbs? Uh, no, I believe that's it. Well, actually, yeah, I'm also working on the uh, issue seven of the main issue or the main series. So, also, if you three want to get your, well, I think Harrison you already did, but if you two want to get your lines in on that one, <laughs> I will right after this show. But no, nah, but yeah, other than that, that's it for me. Cool. Thank you so much, Gilbert. Yep, absolutely. Right on, right on. Cool. Michelle, my man, it is always a pleasure having you on, sir. Any plugs this week? Uh, no plugs, unfortunately. I did forget about that, Gilbert. I'm sorry. I will get that done for you this week. <laughs> Other than an apology to Gilbert, I have nothing to plug. Cool. <laughs> Just thank you for having me. Right on, right on. And Harrison, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, s sorry, everybody. We we got to hear a little too much from Sebastian and Harrison this week, but uh, we were the only ones that saw Shazam. So everybody, please go check out the movie. It's excellent. But thank you so much, Harrison, for being on. Any plugs this week, sir? Um, yes, uh, I don't think I plugged this last time. Um, I was in a video based on uh, Fire Emblem The Binding Blades, where we are acting out the critical hit lines of uh, multiple characters, and I get to play Marcus, and it was really awesome, and I'm really glad to have been in that video. Um, and please cool. do go check it out. Oh, cool. What channel can we find that on? Uh, you can find that on, uh, I believe the channel is called Fishy Emblem. Uh, and the video is Cypher Crits Fire Emblem Binding Blade Part 1. Right on, right on. And you, for la one last time, you were which character? I was Marcus. Marcus. Okay, everybody go check out Marcus down in the description below. We're going to have that link. Uh, it's going to be super rad. But uh, th Will do. Thank you so much, sir, for, for being on. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Right on, right on. And like I said, I'm Sebastian, your host. Uh, if you would like to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, that would be awesome. You can like this video. Um, hit the little bell notification so you know when it comes out or when any of our other dubs come out. 
And then also, uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, subscribing to our channel. Uh, we love keeping you guys around and uh, making new friends. It makes us all really happy. I can, all, I can assure you when we see our views go up, up, up on this channel. So, And uh, comment below. We love talking with you guys. Even if you guys have stuff, uh, mean stuff to say about us, we, we still like joking with you guys down there. One day I actually had like a full conversation because I don't think the guy knew that I was the guy on the show. <laughs> is is that the guy that called us tools yeah something like that and i was like Cause... i know what a bunch of morons huh and like we started a little conversation because i i rhymed it with april fools <laughs> and i was quite proud of myself <laughs> but uh yeah no we love talking with you down there even if you're mean to us so <laughs> thank you guys but um cool 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 thank you guys so much for listening to the fulcrum report 36 this has been sebastian I am winded and out. <laughs> there you go. And that was Marshall Machinima Man, everybody. Thank you, Machinima Man. Thank you. Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs>